I don't know when music died, but it was sick for a long time. Music used to really slap. I want to go back. Music was better. Was better. Was better. Was better. Music was better. The podcast! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Music Was Better, the podcast where we talk about your favorite songs and the people who like them even more. This is your first time listening. What we do is we take two songs, talk about their creation and success, and then delve into the YouTube comments and see what the world thinks. My name is Vince. Some people say about me, he's so unusual. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> My name is the one twisted sister, Sammers. That's right. <laughs> so we have two songs picked out this week. Um, they're both off of something called the Filthy Fifteen. Pew, pew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But put a parental sticker on this episode. Parental advisory sticker. Filthy Fifteen reminds me of my girlfriend freshman year. <laughs> Reminds me of my freshman year of college when I, I became obsessed with 15 specific types of junk food. I added 15 pounds and they were filthy. <laughs> so yeah, we got a couple songs. We're kicking it off with uh, one of my all-time favorite artists and favorite That's albums. That's because you're disgusting, you're filthy, and gross. I don't think Mrs. Lopper would appreciate that. Because I'm talking about Cindy Lopper. She bopped. She Bop was the third single off Cyndi Lauper's 1983 album, She's So Unusual. The song peaked at number three on the Billboard Hot 100 charts in September 1984. It is the third most successful single in Cyndi Lauper's career after Girls Just Want to Have Fun and Time After Time. Here's like the insane thing. She's So Unusual came out in October 1983. And then Mm. this was the... A big single, almost almost a year later, yeah. 11 months later. Wow. Like, uh, artists today would be on, like, their third album or something like uh, that, you know? Mm, just don't have the attention span. Lopper wrote the song with Rick Chertoff. <laughs> Rick Chertoff. Gary Corbett and Stephen Broughton Lunt. <laughs> what kind of names are these? The song is about masturbation, which is made clear with lyrics like, they say that if I do it, I'm going to go blind. And I can't stop messing with the danger zone. Do you know what she's talking about? No. I've. That's the first time I've ever heard this. Oh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I think it's disgusting. Filthy. Cindy has said that she took inspiration from a men's gay porn magazine called Blue Boy. <laughs> the magazine ran from 1974 to 2007 and was described by the Detroit Free Press as a full-color, slick, gay version of Playboy magazine. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny is, like, a lot, like, in the, like, one of the first lines of the song is, in the pages of a Blue Boy magazine. Really? And it's like, <laughs> it's this big, like, secret innuendo, but it's, like, literally in the first few pages, like... <laughs> 
You talk about a men's gay porn. Right. <laughs> well, she, uh, Lopper said there was Playgirl, but that was kind of boring. And there was like Blue Boy, which at that time, in my ignorance, I thought it was a women's magazine. It was not. <laughs> Sorry, should I try to read that in her voice? It was Playgirl, but it was kind of boring. No, that's and- okay. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> in a later interview with Howard Stern, Lopper added that she recorded the song's vocals while nude. To get the giggle sound recording, she tickled herself in a room with a feather tumblers. That's some, ded- some dedication to the art right there. It's like so cool. Where did she tickle herself? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. And I've never seen a topless feather. With <laughs> 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 a feather topless. Okay, sorry. At a Paris concert in 1987, Lopper said, This song was very scandalous for me. <laughs> it was scandal. I brought shame upon my family. I was accused of driving in the fast lane. <laughs> but anyway, the thing I thought of, I said, a bop keeps a day keeps the doctor away. And that's absolutely true. So I recommend it. So, so She's so cheeky, you know? She's so unusual. Do you have a bop a day? A bop a day? I mean, hey, when's the last time I went to the doctor? So what does that tell you? <laughs> <laughs> However, Lopper wanted kids to think this was about dancing. She was hoping they wouldn't understand the real meaning until they got older. If it was about dancing, what would the danger zone be? Grinding? Yeah. Uh, The danger zone is like when you get too close to the bleachers in the high school gym. (laughs) This works because a lot of people in the comments were like, I always thought this was about dancing, but oh no, I found out what it's really about. And it's just like... Wow, you're you're cool. This has a lot of people who write YouTube comments don't even know female masturbation is a thing. Um, it's just masturbation, okay? No, it's no such thing as female. Well, okay. You get my point, though. <laughs> I thought you were an ally to women. <laughs> yeah. You know I'm not. <laughs> I kept saying, look, I don't want to mention anything to do with hands. I want little kids to think it's about dance and grown-ups to have a chuckle when they hear it. That's how I wanted it. So that's how we did it. <laughs> this is the worst impression. My impression has fallen off the rails. Seriously. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, some adults didn't have a chuckle. The Parents Music Resource Center, PMRC, included the song on their Filthy 15 list of the songs they found the most objectionable at the time. The PMRC's actions ultimately led to the introduction of the Parental Advisory Sticker. Losers. You just made every album that much more desirable that had the sticker on it. The Filthy 15 was like mostly like rock and metal bands. Mm -hmm. And then it was like uh, Cyndi Lauper and Sheena Easton. It's like, hmm... (laughs) (laughs) Don't quite belong, but you just had to put somebody popular on there, you know? Yeah. The music video for Shebop takes place in some kind of dystopian future where everyone conforms. It features a future restaurant called Burger Clone, over 20 billion sold out, where smiling, lobotomized customers get their meals. 
Um, Why do we know they're lobotomized? <laughs> are we sure that this doesn't take place in 2022? You're telling me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone conforms. What is this, a mask mandate? Oh. <laughs> my body, my choice. Well, not me, but you, maybe. In the video. Yeah, <laughs> in the video. Whopper finds herself a bad boy with a motorcycle and rides off in an animated landscape. There are I, I want to make one note about that. Yeah. The bad boy. Yeah. He's wearing a leather coat and okay. it's got a Confederate flag. Oh, patch no, on uh, it. Yeah. no way. So, Cindy. So he He is bad. She's canceled. There are many references to the song's theme, including a self-service gas station, a sign reading, Get Off Here, and an upright bottle shooting mayonnaise in the air. I get the first two, but that third one, what is... I don't... I don't get it. Yeah, when you're... When you're putting mayonnaise on your sandwich, you point it down at your sandwich. Yeah. Also, the are different. Mayonnaise doesn't usually come in a squeezable bottle. Not back then, it didn't. Maybe they sh- you should have used ketchup. <laughs> well, it was. It Jerk was. off so much until you bleed. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry. By the end of the video, she has apparently gone blind. Oh, that's what happened. The mayonnaise shot into her eyes, and she went blind from it. I've heard that could happen. That happened to a guy I went to school with. If you use Miracle Whip, it's fine. But if it's mayonnaise, you will go blind. Okay. <laughs> Cindy's boyfriend at the time, parents, Captain Lou Albano, and former WWF women's champion Wendy Richter all appear in the video. Okay, here's my Cindy Lauper theory. Okay. She went like 80s too hard. She <laughs> 80s too 80s. She went too, she 80s too hard. Yeah. And she paid the price, you know? She owed 80s the 80s. Like, we all love the videos of, like, Captain Lobano and stuff, and, like... The wrestlers. Her, like, appearances in WWF at the time, but it just, like, put her in that specific time period. Yeah. So she's just, like... Stuck there. The 80s, the 80s girl forever to a lot of people. Yeah. Well, now she's blind. Yeah, so not a good time to be Cindy Lauper. <laughs> The video was nominated for Best Female Video at the 1985 MTV Video Music Awards, but lost to Tina Turner's What's Love Got to Do With It. I can't think of that video. What's love? Me neither. But uh, for an album that came out in 1983 to be nominated in 1985 oh, for yeah. <laughs> MTV Video Music Award, you probably shouldn't win. Mm-hmm. Like That's a little, that's pushing it. That's really pushing it. Well, in her memoir, Cindy Lauper said that Michael Jackson took the baseline from this song for the song Bad. So he doesn't just steal children's innocence. <laughs> steals the baseline. He steals baselines. Arguably worse. What? Arguably worse. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think about she bop? She bop, we bop, and he bop, I bop, you bop. They bop. What? That's what I think. Okay. What do you that's, think? That's not an opinion. It can be. No. What do you think it's of not. it? I think if someone were to pleasure themselves so much that they went blind, that would be... Well, I guess there's kind of a double standard. If it was a man, it'd be like, ew, 
If it's a woman, be like, hell yeah, girlfriend. You know that. <laughs> you know that's the thing people say, right? You better quit doing that. You go blind. Yeah. Okay. I, I know, but if it was, I don't if think it was true, like how'd you go blind? Oh, I was jerking it too much. <laughs> It'd be like high five, but then you they they miss they miss. <laughs> What's wrong with us today? Okay, what do you think of it? It's not my favorite Cindy Lauper song. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite Cindy Lauper song? Money, money, something. Money changes everything. No, I'd probably say either "Time After Time" or "The Goonies Are Good Enough." You love them, Goonies. Goonies say never die. Goon- Goonies. Goonies never say die. Goonies never say die. <laughs> Goonies say never die. <laughs> well, that's what we know about the song. Dare we get into the YTC? Yeah, let's do it. Let's pop into the YouTube comments. You guys, Vince is bopping right now. <laughs> it's kind of awkward. <laughs> yeah, I'll bop into this bop. Oh my god, he's reading a Blue Boy magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, hang on a second. This song is by a female singer, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a bop. She bop. It's like she's, a double meaning. She's smarter than all of us. She really is. Anyway, let's check out some comments here. All right. Here's a comment from Dennis Petrovic. That's got to be the best female song ever, and the best clip ever, and the best beat, and the best choreography. Mm-hmm. Cindy is a natural. Easy on the eye, playful, cheeky, colorful, and lovely to listen to. What more can I say? I love that little skit with the hat and cane. Could watch that over and over. <laughs> Girls want to have fun. A very close second. Oh. <laughs> it's like, I like Cindy Lauper too. Let's settle down. I'm going to go to the comments and put my favorite songs. <laughs> um, this is my favorite. Uh, Girls just want to have fun. It's the second. Third yeah. is... um. <laughs> Let's love the question <laughs> is, does that mean that Girls Want to Have Fun is the second best female song ever, and the second best clip ever, and the second best beat, and the second best choreography? Yeah, we should comment back to Dennis. I just wish I felt this strongly about literally anything. So a lot of these comments were about um, people feeling like they need to prove that they know what it's about. Like, they got it. Mm. They weren't They they weren't fooled. They know. Yeah. It was it really got annoying after a while. Just be like, did you know what this is about? Did you know? Dancing. So I tried to avoid those people and find and just look for some more wholesome people, you know? Oh, nice. Like uh, Michelle Lynn Weiss brings back memories of me she-bopping around my bedroom <laughs> as a kid listening to this album. Still going strong and sounding great, Cindy Lauper. <laughs> like, they don't know. Unless, like, they're like, I sheep up in this corner. I sheep up on my dresser. I sheep up in the closet. <laughs> That's a good point, oh, though. Michelle. Like, how come sheep up isn't like a common phrase? Maybe it is. So, like, you won't believe this. I walked in on my roommate sheep bopping. <laughs> and then Michelle would be like, oh, I used to do that all the time as a child around yeah. my room. Seems normal to me. Is <laughs> she still going strong? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's have another comment here from John Welch. I was a metalhead in the 80s and hated pop music. But for some reason, I always liked this particular song. It has a cool hook for a pop tune. 
Cindy Lauper isn't your typical pop star either. She was original and didn't give a damn what anyone thought of her crazy style. I suppose I admired her for that. <laughs> Spoken like a true metalhead. <laughs> uh, true metalheads don't admire anyone, dude. Yeah. Sellout. John. John Welch. Uh, where does your family make grape juice? I was the heir to the Welch's <laughs> grape juice family. I suppose I admired her for that. <laughs> I suppose I admired me for that. <laughs> You're not going to believe this next comment, which comes as part of our Reply Guy corner. Ooh, Reply Guy. So we start off with Glitter Drip 19. <laughs> okay. I guarantee there's millions of us that wish we could go back to the 80s, especially now. Glitter Drip, is that what happens when Edward Cullen bops? <laughs> you hold on tight, Spider Monkey. <laughs> Yikes. Let's get to the reply. You go to any by the way, you go to any 80s video and you're gonna you're gonna see some variation of this comment. And probably many of them. There's always like, we gotta go back. It was yeah, so much better. Yeah. Because music was better. It sure was, goddamn. <laughs> goddamn. Goddamn old music was much better back then. Uh here in the comment comes from Riho P from four years ago. Eighties was a cool time. There was no YouTube. You didn't have to read dumb comments, and you actually had to buy albums to hear songs, or at least buy a fucking cassette. <laughs> you are free to go. Just don't have any children. Oh my god! <laughs> you are free to go! <laughs> okay, thank you for dismissing me from the comment section! No, I think they're saying you're free to go back. Oh, oh! They're like, we don't want you here. Go back and don't have kids. Oh my god! Okay, you didn't have to read any dumb comments. You're in the comment section writing a dumb comment. <laughs> you're literally replying like, to you're <laughs> Also, you don't have to read co dumb comments. This is a choice that we make. Yeah. We make this choice. Yeah. You don't I mean, have to. I regret it, because now I write a dumb comment about a dumb comment. <laughs> Whoa. Fuck you, Ray Hope. <laughs> is this like Inception? I'll write a dumb comment inside of a dumb comment. <laughs> comments stop commenting then word. In reality. Holy shit. And the comments never stop. We're in a comment within a comment. Somebody get Joseph Gordon-Levitt on the phone. Oh my god, and... And... Yeah. <laughs> I forget what happens in that movie. Here's a comment from Radamick. From who? Radamick. Okay. From eight months ago. Absolutely. 1984. Like acid-washed jeans and a Brooks Brothers shirt worn with a gray belt with pink lightning bolts on it. Fear, fear a coochie, I think. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> fear a coochie? I don't know. What do you, what do you think that says? <laughs> fear a coochie. I don't know, but there's no C before the other C is Fiorucci. I don't know. It's just the way you said fear a coochie. <laughs> well, if it was, that's how you spell Gucci, U-C-C-I. Yeah, but there's a G. Gucci. No, there's not a G in here. I didn't say that. I said... You said Fira Gucci. Fira Gucci. Fira Gucci. Fira Gucci. Oh, that's probably it. That sounds familiar. Fira Gucci. you say Yeah, when I was in the shoe up, I got a real Fira Gucci. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. This is embarrassing. We, 
<laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> Sorry, back to this let's person start, let's describing that. Take outfit. it from the top. Okay, Radimek. Absolutely 1984. Like acid wash jeans and a Brooks Brothers shirt worn with a gray belt with pink lightning bolts on it. Ferrucci, I think. <laughs> Combining preppy and new wave and a new $55,000 condo with almond color appliances mm-hmm. and a Datsun not yet called Nissan, Pulsar Hatchback, and the whole yuppie craze as in Newsweek magazine. <laughs> and let's not forget those big clunky VCRs. <laughs> this has been just listing things yeah, from the 80s. Yeah, right. <laughs> also, are we supposed to know what a Brooks Brothers shirt is? What does that mean? Isn't Brooks Brothers like it's a bookstore? No, that's that's something else, I think. Mm. Brooks Brothers is a men's clothing line. Oh. Okay. I would have, if, I mean, if I was doing this list, I probably would have said, like, uh, a members only jacket instead of that. Mm. And the gray belt with pink lightning bolts. I don't know what, I don't know what that, what that's about. <laughs> clearly, we don't. Yo, you're clearly. <laughs> There's the most shocking part of this comment $55,000 for a condo, including appliances. Fuck off. Take me back. The economy was better. <laughs> I wonder how much their Datsun cost. They probably gave you money to take a vehicle. Thanks, Ronald. <laughs> Reagan. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say McDonald's. <laughs> well, thanks to him too for making my kids fat. I'm not loving it. <laughs> anyway, Super we're science. getting a little lost here. Yeah. So let's go to La Hell Light. Cindy was 40 years ahead of her time. She's a creative tour de force, stagnated by a superficial, shallow world with no appreciation for genius. Are they saying that, like, she would be appreciated now? And, like, today's world's not superficial and shallow? Right, yeah. Like, because, uh, I got news for you. Well, 40 years after... 40 years ahead of her time would mean that the song would come out, like, next year, right? Whoa. So maybe... Next yeah, maybe year. maybe the entire world will get better in one year. Yeah. That's usually what happens. And then they'll be like, wow, you know who we wish we had coming out for the first time? Cindy Lauper in 2023. I don't I don't think so. We'll, we'll circle back in a year. I don't think that person has any idea what they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, speaking of people who don't know what they're talking about, I have Anthony F. commenting from six years ago. Ooh. I have listened to the radio quite often recently, and if I hear she called me on her cell phone, I don't know who sings it, and it's not worth looking up. But how the hell do these people get record contracts? 80s rocked, music was art, true (laughs) talent, and not the robotic idiots they have now. (laughs) He's dissing on the hotline bling. That's the biggest dunk he could make. The best thing is they say, if I hear, but they never, like, finish what they'll do if they hear it. Yeah. It's like, if I hear... I don't know who sings it. It's not working. <laughs> Lord, looking up. <laughs> also, I have been listening to the radio quite often recently. Cool flex. <laughs> You're probably more likely to hear Cindy Lauper songs on the radio than, like... Yeah, hotline, hotline bling. Depends on what radio station you're listening to, Anthony. Also, how the hell do people get record contracts? Here's what they do. They act on a show in Canada for teens called Degrassi, The Next Generation. They leave the show, 
But first, before they leave, they show a little bit of their musical talent. Then they link up with Little Wayne, who helps write some of their songs. And then, boom, next thing you know, wow. signed. And biggest artist in the world. It's that easy. All you gotta do? Go is on. Call up Joey Jeremiah. Get on Degrassi Next Gen. Yeah, all right. Sam has no idea who Joey Jeremiah is. No. Remember me? Joey Jeremiah. Playboy. Jody Jeremiah. <laughs> Joey Jeremiah. <laughs> oh, I got another comment from Rombizio. <laughs> okay. I am so glad I was a teenager during the 80s. Today, everything sucks. Music, fashion, behavior, <laughs> and most importantly, people. <laughs> oh. How do I know? I'm one of them. Burn. Behavior. I like that behavior yeah. was one of them. Everything sucks. Behavior. <laughs> Sorry about the state of society. Truly. Let's move on to a comment from Sippy Dennison. <laughs> comment about the music video itself. Mm. Why is Cindy's mother holding a pineapple? Is that some euphemism for a prickly vagina? <laughs> and I love that she cast her real mother in a video for a song about flicking the pink bean. <laughs> they thought they were so clever. Is that some euphemism for a prickly vagina? Someone who has never seen a vagina before. I think the real question here is, if Cindy Smart is holding a pineapple, does that make her... A swinger? Swing, baby, yeah! Maybe she's getting in with Captain Lou. <laughs> Here's a comment. A couple more. A just, a, just a few more. A comment. A few more comments here. I got Daniel Barry from a year ago. Mm. I think this song means no cell phones. Everybody goes through routine or motions. But nobody wants to cut loose and let all hang out and have a good time. But Cindy does? <laughs> she bop. Not bad. Uh, but completely wrong. No cell phones. Yeah, do they think this is a, like a new song? They're like, hey, if people didn't have cell phones, they wouldn't jerk off. Nobody wants to cut loose. And let all hang out. I can see that. That would be that would be better if the song was about that. Not this disgusting act committed by women. Okay, are you on the PMRC? I'm in uh, whatever that show is. Yeah. <laughs> the the rules, you know what I'm talking about, where they wear like the red bonnets. Oh, Handmaid's Tale? Yeah, Handmaid's I'm them. Oh, you would be. I know my TV. I'm a bit of a TV connoisseur myself. <laughs> I got just a, couple, just a couple more comments here. I have Eraser. Cindy was beautiful back in the day. I will never disrespect her, but I also wouldn't want to be more than her friend. <laughs> okay, she's not asking. Yeah, I don't think you have to worry about that. <laughs> like, wh why? Also, that's such a thing someone like this would say it was very beautiful back in the day. <laughs> you couldn't possibly be beautiful now. You're old. Yeah, you're old. And if I could time travel back to then and... And meet you, you know, I'd be your friend, but not more than that. Right. <laughs> when, like, in actuality, like, you would lose your mind. I saw another mm -hmm. comment where it was like, Cindy was pretty back in the day, but not as pretty as this other female artist. And it's just yeah. like... Always. You would 
lose your mind if either of them showed like one percent attention towards you you know yeah like don't act like you're like grading Mm -hmm. the looks of these women at like some men some level men smh we got one more comment left all right cool bean 94 vivo one (laughs) one month ago real fresh one here my dad accidentally caught me in a personal moment then sent this video. Ew. What? Okay, Sam, I'm going to give you a choice. Okay. There's two things I've been holding back from this episode. Okay. But you can only choose one. One is something terrible and will deeply disturb you to your soul. And the other one is really dumb and annoying. Well, dumb and annoying things also usually disturb me to my soul. But I guess tell me that one now so I don't wreck the mood for the rest of the podcast. We'll just end on a terrifying note. There is one comment I didn't include here, and it was from uh, Bleep77. No way! Who said, There are certain 80s songs that give me an (laughs) overwhelming sense of nostalgia. This... This is, is one, one of, of them. them. <gasps> Usually they say 90s songs, right? Yeah. So they're in the 80s song section too? Yep. They're, this is a real recurring character on our show, a real creep who writes the same comment on nearly every video. Bleep 77. They haven't made an appearance in a few weeks, I don't think. Yeah. We've been avoiding that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been listening to that like pop. We've been doing like, more rocking songs. So like. Mm. Still oh. give me a nostalgia. Blue seventy seven pop fan. Learning more about them. We're gonna we're gonna put this puzzle together. They just study like the American top forty, like, okay, here's my comments for the week. Yeah. <laughs> the best part about this one is somebody called them out for reusing this comment. Nuh-uh. But then they also said they're like, look at this other video, but then they then they replied to themselves saying, Oh wait, that's somebody else stealing your comment. So some oh. something going on here. Huh. Either Bleep or someone else, or Bleep has two accounts. Someone saw Bleep's playbook and decided to steal it, or Bleep stole someone else's playbook on how to get likes on YouTube. Oh. It's real sicko shit, whatever it is. There's this whole world happening in the YouTube comments that we don't even know. You know who I think it is? Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah. And he accidentally was trying to use his burner his account. Burner. But he commented under his regular Kevin Durant's the one that wrote I will never disrespect her but I also wouldn't want to be more than friends friends. he wrote that like after he met her at an event event in New York she dissed him (laughs) he's got a lot of time to write comments now he's been eliminated from the playoffs Um, but yeah that's you know that's something that's going on if you want to know what else is going on, you should oh. probably check us out on social media. Indeed. We got Facebook. He- I almost said YouTube. Um- <laughs> you say that? We got YouTube. YouTube. Twitter. Instagram. TikTok. TikTok. All of them you can find at Music Was Better. And our link tree, linktr.ee slash music was better. Find all the links there. Save yourself some time and subscribe to the podcast. You know what else we have? Um, all of the songs that we do are in a playlist on Spotify. 
That's right. And subscribe to it and be whisked back to when music was better. Yeah, we got some real bops on there. Yeah, you can she bop to our bop. She bops <laughs> and he bops, you know? We don't. They bop. She bop. He bop. They bop. We bop. We do bop. We bop. Speaking of, we gotta go to the next song. We're Not Gonna Take It is a 1984 single from Twisted Sister off their album Stay Hungry. The song reached number 21 on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart, making it Twisted Sister's only top 40 single and their best-selling single. Stay Hungry. That's me when I'm PMSing. (laughs) A real classic. I don't. I mean, if you don't know this song, I don't know what you've been doing with your life. It's not as popular, maybe, as like Car Wash or Seven Nation Army, but it plays in sports stadiums, right? Oh no, this definitely plays in every game, every football oh, it does? game, maybe I've, like baseball it game. Out. I thought I had this in there, but I deleted it. This was listed on on VH1's list of greatest '80s one-hit wonders. It's not a one-hit wonder. They also have I Want to Rock. Oh. That's a big yeah. song. Yeah, that's a big song. Hmm. But We're Not Gonna Take It was also featured on the PMRC's Filthy 15 for violent lyrical content. So they hate women and they hate violence. Mm-hmm. What's huh? Cancel culture uh, is the new thing, apparently. They huh. hate fun. Yeah, seriously. Ugh. However, Dee Snyder pushed back against this and testified at the Senate hearing. This song and another Twisted Sister song, Under the Blade, were called into question by PMRC founder Tipper Gore, wife of then-Senator Al Gore. Under the Blade was interpreted by the PMRC to be about sadomasochism. Or sadomasochism. Sadomasochism. Bondage. And rape. Sounds like a good jam. (laughs) Snyder replied that Under the Blade was inspired by a band member's surgery, adding that the only sado... Sadomasochism, bondage, and rape in this song is in the mind of Miss Gore. Yeah, you fucking pervert. Oh, oh you got owned. <laughs> Snyder has said that he could see the raw hatred in Al Gore's eyes at the Senate hearing when he said this. That's that's like an awesome story. Yeah, that's sick. <laughs> it's like, you hear that in the song? You're the fucking pervert. People interpret songs. Or they inter- Some people think yeah. Shebop is about dancing. <laughs> we know that's not true. Yeah, it's about... <laughs> you, know, you know what... You guys, you guys know what that's about. <laughs> it's not about dancing. <laughs> um, the music video for We're Not Gonna Take It is one of the most famous of all time with Mark Metcalf playing... What was that? Mark Metcalf. Mark Metcalf. Mark Metcalf, why can't I say that? With Mark Metcalf playing a character similar to his Douglas C. Niedermeyer from the 1978 film Animal House, who hates his son's interest in Twisted Sister. The boy then turns into Snyder, and he and the rest of the band wreak havoc on their family and then engage in bondage and sadomasochism. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you you know that video, right? Are you listening to me? What do you want to do with your life? Mark Metcalf also played the master on Buffy season one. Oh. One of the worst of the Buffy Big Bads, depending on how you feel about Adam. Uh, you know, but this isn't Buffy talk with Vin Town, so let's just... Uh... <laughs> That's on Wednesdays. Uh, the video was a part 
of the PMRC's complaints of violent themes. Snyder replied that the video was simply meant to be a cartoon with human actors playing variations of the Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote theme. Each stunt was selected from my extensive personal collection of cartoons. That's like a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> that part is like... Lady, <laughs> ladies, stay away from a man if he says he has an extensive personal collection of cartoons. <laughs> Run. Run. In 2012, Republican vice presidential nominee Paul Ryan's campaign used a song in Mitt Romney's presidential campaign until Snyder asked Ryan not to play it anymore. And that, that's why they lost. Yeah. That's it. That's the only reason. In the summer of 2015, the song was adopted as a theme song for Donald Trump's 2016 presidential campaign as the unofficial Trump fight song. Snyder gave Trump permission to use the song because the two were friends, but he later changed his mind as he did not agree with many of Trump's stances. Yikes. And that's why they won. <laughs> <laughs> The Trump, the state hey, wait, Trump. Wait, talk, <laughs> talk about red flags. Oh, me and Donald were friends, so I let him use this. Like, me and the Don. I, D must have been on. I didn't look this up, but I, I guarantee uh, D. Snyder was on The Apprentice. I guarantee it. Yeah. Yep. What do you think his big idea was? Bondage and sadomasochism. <laughs> the song has also appeared in many advertisements, television shows, and films over the years. Including Corky Romano, the Emoji Movie, Young Sheldon, and as the theme song for Betty White's Off Their Rockers. What are four things I've never watched? <laughs> On season five of The Masked Singer, this song was sung was sung by the Orca, Mark McGrath. <laughs> That's Mark McGrath's nickname. <laughs> I mean, I know he's put on some weight over the years, but that's, that's a little mean. That's a little harsh. Oh, interesting. Mark McGrath is the baseball guy, right? No, Mark as Trigger Ray. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Mark McGuire. <laughs> you know, the all-time home run leader. Mark McGrath. <laughs> the Mark guy. Vince right now is like, I'm not going to take this podcast bullshit anymore. No, I'm not going <sighs> to take it. And I'm not going to take any more facts because we got to get to somewhere else. The YTC? Yeah, we got to get to them comments anymore. <laughs> what? <laughs> comment here comes from Makessa one three months ago. I am a true Gen Xer. This reminds me of my teen years when parents used to tell us we had no future and we party too much. Ah, the good old days. Now, I'm singing this song to everyone who wants to take our freedoms away from us. Namely, the commies and the socialists. <laughs> what happened to you? Yeah. What it's it? because Trump used it in his campaign. It's like, yeah, that is what it means. Drain the swamp. <laughs> wow. Talk about becoming your parents. Yeah, seriously. Like, you became the guy at the beginning of the video, if you think that. Micasa. Micasa. Uh, let's move on to Cavum underscore Nigram. Four years ago, 
I can see a teacher really pissing me off. And the next day, I come in with 30 different people and play the song. <laughs> 30 different people. Not clones. <laughs> so at, like, different points in the day, you just bring in the different people one by one? And the teacher's like, why are you doing this? I don't understand. You know how much I get paid? This teacher, like, doesn't even remember the prior day. <laughs> A teacher really pissing me off. Okay, it's <laughs> cool for you. It's kind of, you know that person was probably what? What grade do you think? Seven, six, six. Yeah. So I wonder if we tracked them down now as like a a sophomore. Mm-hmm. How they would feel about this? <laughs> they still are commenting this. Yeah, like every song. Or they're in college. I can see a professor really. <laughs> The next day, I come in with 32 different people. <laughs> I've made two friends. I don't think I could I could come up with 30 people. I don't think I know 30 people. Well, and the people you'd ask would be like, do what now? <laughs> um, I'm busy. <laughs> Let's move on to a comment from James Lynch six months ago. Once again, sitting in front of Target, waiting for my kid to get out of work. Cranking the tunes to the max. <laughs> they think I'm crazy. Just a bit. But I'm a proud rocker. I'm 61, and I'm not gonna take it anymore. Their kid walks out from work and they fucking run them over. I'm not gonna take it anymore. <laughs> That'd be so embarrassing. <laughs> to work at Target, that'd be so embarrassing. I am 61. And I'm not gonna take it anymore! Uh, gonna guess divorce. <laughs> what song would you? That's a big divorce dad energy right there. <laughs> what song would your parents be playing to make them say that I'm this age and I'm not gonna take it anymore? It would be probably Rolling Stones, Start Me Up. My dad would be doing that. <laughs> I'm 61 and I'm gonna start me up! <laughs> Hey, let's be honest, that dude ain't been started up in years. You know what I'm saying? I don't. <laughs> and I don't want to know. Here's a comment from Darius Kickstra. Only seven days ago. It's a shame that in our modern world, we really need the rebellious ideals that these and other like-minded individuals had. They've successfully hammered us down to prevent it happening again. What? The very rebellious ideas of Twisted Sister, <laughs> the no noted uh, revolutionaries. Yeah. Like, we need to go back. In terms of hairstyle. Like, I could see you making the argument for, like, some 60s protest song. Be like, we need to get back to this energy. Yeah. But we don't need to get back to Twisted <laughs> Sister. They, they had more hairspray and makeup in this video than in the Broadway play of Hair. <laughs> no, uh, hair, uh, name two more different shows with similar names. <laughs> but they really have successfully hammered us down to prevent us from ever making a song like this again. Haven't they? Here's a song from Kev H, another very recent comment from just six days ago. Ooh. I knew a lady who looked just like the singer because of her makeup. I couldn't fuck a girl look like a clown. <laughs> Sorry. But Jesus, that was a fucking good song and good time. <laughs> they didn't say good song. What did they say? 
Gugsa. <laughs> so is he saying D. Snyder looked good in the makeup? No, he's but saying... But this lady didn't. He's saying they both look like a clown. <laughs> and I agree. I couldn't, I couldn't fuck a D. Snyder look like a clown. <laughs> and you know what? That's, that's all right in America. The communists and socialists want us to fuck clowns. Yeah. You know what? I'm not gonna fake it. Take it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> also when, dubbed when, over. When you're trying to save your marriage, you're sex, <laughs> I'm not gonna fake it. No, I never ever fake it. <laughs> oh come on, we all do sometimes. What? <laughs> Here's a comment. I would never make you fuck out a clown. <laughs> I got a comment here from eight months ago. Eight months ago. But it's it's very current with the news, this comment, even though it's from eight months ago. Okay. I dedicate this song for Johnny Depp for the freedom and justice he deserves. And for Johnny Depp fans alike, including myself. <laughs> wow. You've been following that story. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. Imagine caring at all. And then, like, going to this song <laughs> on YouTube, like, you know what says Johnny Depp more than anything? Twisted sister. Yeah. I'm sure Johnny Depp loves this song. He loves you being outside the courtroom playing this on a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, Daniel. Yeah. Thanks for being Thanks here. Thanks for the support. That Amber's a real C, isn't she? A real C? I can say it because I'm British. <laughs> Is Johnny Depp no, he's from, British? He's from Ohio. Oh, of course. Or maybe, no, 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 he's from Kentucky. Oh. Which, like, that is definitely not how they talk in Kentucky. What? What? We all bloody talk like this in Kentucky. Kentucky? <laughs> My dad worked on it, a coal mine. <laughs> bloody hell, it was it was quite dark down there. A lot of soot in his lungs. He got the black lung, he did. <laughs> this is all going to be on Peacock. And Amber Heard as herself. What did Johnny Heard? <laughs> this song outside of the courtroom. <laughs> Not... Okay, let's move on to another comment from Joshua Martin Price. We should not take abuse lying down. At the same time, it's good to be open and firm and yet be tolerable to a degree. The real problem are negative forces at work. And in a spiritual sense, we should not take it from them. Spiritual forces? You got this is an ad for crystals. <laughs> like, yes. You got your crystals in your house? Hey, negative forces, we're not going to take it. I've got this crystal bathing moonlight. It's like a Billy the Bass, but it's a crystal. We're not going to take it. Oh, yeah, that's my rosy, um, the rose quartz. I believe I've said this before, but all ideas on this podcast are copyrighted by us, so... Back off from our singing crystal wall mount idea. Let's move on to a comment from Young Big Boy. <laughs> Amazing name. This song is relevant in the COVID era. I am simply never going to take it. The vaccine. No! Amazing name. Oh. Not amazing comment. My burner. Someone found my burner. Ew, young big boy. You're not going to get to be an old big boy because you're going to fucking die. Anyway. I might live to regret this, but we're about to have our longest comment in the history of the show. So feel free to interrupt me at any time. Okay. I am 
nervous, excited, anxious, um, questioning life decisions, I guess. The comment comes from the Duke of L.A. Ooh, royalty. Most of you don't know or understand this, but as a teen, when this album and others like it came out, it was a rebellious time. It was real. And you were either a headbanger, parentheses, stoner, or a prem. And if you were in the middle, you were cut down. Truly the last era of greasers versus jocks. Greasers? <laughs> I can remember several rumbles. Yes, <laughs> rumbles between the two factions. <laughs> At the prep rallies in high school, we sat in different areas. The stoners always up top. 200 plus of us strong and tight. No one fucked with us. 200 stoners? <laughs> oh my god! What is this, a fish concert? <laughs> okay. We welcomed anyone, so long as you weren't a poser. And we also had some fine-ass babes by our <laughs> sides. Those were the coolest chicks. You could spot them because they wore concert shirts or boots or lots of jewelry. <laughs> when this came out, it was at the end of that era. The video may seem silly, but to us at the time, it was what we were feeling. I miss those times. These times are stupid and weak <laughs> AF. What was that? These times are stupid and weak <laughs> AF. Breach. Oh, and BTW? <laughs> Some of the preppy girls secretly liked me. If they, would, they were secretly liking you, how did you know? They would argue with each other over who would brush my long hair in choir class. Ew. Parentheses, I still have the same long hair, and I'm 50. Look 40, though. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. Fucked several of them. And respected all of them. Ew. My kind of attitude will keep your ass young. <laughs> Moral of my story? Be yourself. And don't take shit from no one. Not cliques. Not bitches. <laughs> not teachers. Not parents. So long as they are trying to come down on you. We really weren't gonna take it. Gonna to take it. <laughs> Gen X is definitely a different breed. Even the preps at that time were more hardcore than kids today. Too many emasculated males today. Bringing guns to school. Acting a fool. And then some of the woke man-hating safe space females who edge them on. They are half the problem. My dudes. Be men. Don't take that shit anymore. Ladies, cheer them on. What the fuck? This is, like, the epitome of a Gen X person. Like, men in charge, women serving them. This is, no, it's a guy wearing a Gen S mask, and he pulls it back, and it just says, like, young boomer. <laughs> also, do not doubt that they are very single. More like the dookie of LA. <laughs> oh, poop. <laughs> that means poop. That means poop, yeah. Gavin Ovell, this is my song right here, and I'm a teenager, so this song represents me in a way that I like when school ends next year. I'm going to walk out blasting this song all the way out the door, and I'm going to be in high school, so I'll blast this out the door just to see the teachers get mad at me. 
and I'll try to pull out a Bluetooth speaker and blast a song in the cafeteria during lunchtime. <laughs> Young rebel. A lot of badass eighth graders in yeah. these comments. <laughs> okay, this was my favorite part. I'm going to be blasting this song all the way out the door. Imagine they like start the song too soon and it ends before they get to the end of the hallway. They're like, fuck it. Uh, and then, like, a, a slow Twisted Sister song. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, shit. I have to play it again on my Bluetooth speaker. Ah, I disconnected. Fuck, turn your Bluetooth off, man. Uh, here's a comment from Johnny Boy nine months ago. Imagine playing this song when Disney decides to erase the original 1989 Little Mermaid when, parentheses, God forbid, people love the live-action remake more than the original once the remake becomes a hit, leave the classics alone. Well, what does this song have to do with the Little Mermaid? We're not going to take the original <laughs> Little Mermaid being erased when the live action comes out. Is that what Disney does? Have they erased the original Aladdin? No, but they they could. And we're <laughs> not going to take it no. if they do. Because we build our whole personalities around cartoon movies from when we were kids. Yeah, honestly, Little Mermaid. Leave that alone. That uh, is my whole personality. It's why I didn't yeah. speak when I first met you. We're not gonna take it being erased. Yeah. We're not. Anymore. Mm-mm. Finally, the last comment comes from the Bass Fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who else pictures George Washington on a tall white stallion Waving a saber as the Minutemen charge forward with muskets towards the Redcoats lined in formation. <laughs> That's the end of the comment. No one, no one, no one else pictures that. <laughs> a saber? It's not a lightsaber, right? <laughs> It's a, that's between you and your imagination. George Washington with his fucked up teeth is like, and we're not just gonna taketh it anymore. <laughs> I'm illiterate. <laughs> I think we talked about this last week with I Miss You by Blink-22. Mm-hmm. This is another song where it's like people read the title and they're like, yep, <laughs> that's me. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter anything. It's just like, we're not going to take it. Yeah, there's something I don't like, so I'm not going to take it. It doesn't yeah. matter what it is. Yeah. This is like, whatever it is, we're not going to take it. Mm-hmm. He said he had something like terrifying to tell me or something. Uh, disturbing will probably ruin your whole life. Do you, you really want to hear that? Well, I guess. Uh, Cindy Lauper? Yeah? You can find her name in a lot of places. Find it on List of Grammy winners. Uh-huh. List of the best female artists <clears throat> of the 80s. You can also find her name on Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs. Oh, no. What about D. Snyder? I think he's done enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, find us on social media at Music Was Better. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Not LinkedIn. We also have a Spotify playlist of all the songs we've ever covered, so you can go back in time to when music was better. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment, leave a review. Tell a friend.
It always Tell helps. Tell 30 different people and walk up to your teacher with 30 different people blasting our podcast on 30 different devices, please. <laughs> yeah, that's all we got. We're not going to talk it anymore. Mm-mm. End the show. Not in, we're not going to talk until next week. No way. Until next time, my name is Vince, a.k.a. the Duke of L.A. Oh, no. <laughs> and my name is Sammers, a.k.a. D. Snyder, look like a clown makeup is what I wear every day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sticking with it. Thank you for listening. Thanks, y'all. See you next Tuesday. But anyway, the thing that I thought of when I said to myself, and sometimes I talk like this to myself, I said, I said a bomb a day keeps the doctor away, and that's absolutely true. So I recommend it. <laughs>